Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Cultaholic Island, uh, the home of Desert Island Graps. Every week we invite somebody uh, from maybe the wrestling world, maybe from the outer reaches of said world, to talk about wrestling matches that they would watch while trans-stranded on this metaphorical desert island. Uh, joined today by somebody who has absolutely gone the distance, Iron Man match style through the world of YouTube, a retro gaming... Uh, I, the word icon is thrown around a lot, we'll throw it around here. Uh, retro gaming icon, and and he made the mistake of letting letting it slip that he's a bit of a wrestling fan. So of course I was going to pester oh, yeah. him to join me on the island. It's Guru Larry. Hello you. Hello me. Hello. I don't know if I've been called an icon. I've been called a cult a couple of times. <laughs> That's what I think they said anyway. So I'm pretty sure they called you a massive yeah. cult at the time. Yeah. <laughs> This is not so much an interview, it's a make good on behalf of WWE for the copyright strike that you oh, had yes. the other day. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Yeah, I lost a couple hundred quid out of that. That so, sucked. I know. So, yeah, so you can just go around taking people's videos and that. That's why I hate YouTube and that. You're just guilty until proven innocent. So. Uh, like, like the whole system, and you've been a, a part of it for, for a long time now. I feel like more than ever, it's a minefield. Oh, it is, and it's worse. It's worse than minefield because they've changed where the mines are every day. So that's what that's what it is. He's walking through a minefield where they change the mines every day. So what was the process then? Because like, I, obviously, I'm I'm mates with with Matthew Greg from Botchamania, and he oh, yeah, fights I love, the. I love, I love him. Yeah, he loves the bones off of you as well, sir. So the oh, feeling bless is him. so bless very him. mutual. You you oh. come up in conversations with us on multiple occasions, and it's all oh, love. <laughs> So we begin with that bastard, does it? <laughs> no, it's all it's all love. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, oh, bless it's... Him. No, he's he's, a, he's lovely. He is. He's he's quite a fan of the older sort of games master and games world. He had a big collection of their episodes on YouTube for a while as well. I don't know if he's yeah he's a big retro gate he's a retro geek yeah. as well and i love him and he's great and uh, uh we talk about you but um the with with um but with all of that like i know that he has his own uh battles with youtube on a seemingly daily basis like oh, yeah. for you like oh, yeah. what's what's the process when you get that that notification like how do you go about fixing that and getting yourself back on a a, a financial track well, you don't. You don't. You have to wait for them, and if the divine gods allow you to uh, have it back, your video and that. So it's, it's a case of having to write to them, t explain them what fair use is, because uh, uh, 
and that uh, some of I've had uh, I gave up doing the movie mistake series on YouTube because of that. I actually wrote to Universal once and told them, you know, it's fair use. I'm just making a commentary about the mistakes in the movie, and they told me that Steven Spielberg's above the law. <laughs> literally told me that so, so you can't yeah so we can claim it because it's a steven spielberg movie and he's above copyright law What's Ste- <laughs> steven spielberg is judge dread i have the law yeah. oh yeah i'm the law yeah Wow, and this is what you compete against. And this is forever the issue that you're, you're you know when when you're doing stuff like that, and you must and the, the you must keep doing it for the love because how else would anybody continue to fight this system? Exactly, it's an uphill battle. I mean, they've, they've actually got companies now that do that copyright claim on behalf of other ones. Uh, like uh, there's a famed one, AdRev, for a third party. That's literally what they're called, and they've claimed one of my uh, my Drivergate video uh, recently for the music. You're kidding. Stuff like that. Yeah, so it's they're literally parasites, companies just going around taking finding videos, actually finding people's videos to claim and then taking a share of the ad revenue it would have made. Is, mean, it not, is, it, is this just because there's not enough ambulances to chase anymore? Like we have to I find think, new ways of doing it. Well, if they're welcome to their, my fraction of a penny I make every month on it and that. So, so, so that's how much it makes. It's such an old video, but I'm so annoyed they've gone and, gone and done it. Infuriating. Like that, right? But you do that for you do that for yours, it's a fraction of a penny. You do that for hundreds of others, then it, it, it probably makes them a sick I amount think, of money. I know a lot of people don't know the law as well, so they probably cow town and sort of agree to it as well, ignore it. Wild West. But, you it? know. Now always always fight. Always fight. Always you always get nutters. Do. You got nutters. I had somebody claim a video uh, who claimed they own the trademark to the word comedy. No. Yes. <laughs> And it was a complete nutter. Like he never accepted uh, that he didn't, and just let it expire in the end. And then he wrote an apology later. (laughs) Sorry, what? I have to know what the apology said. Well, he's just like, oh, sorry. No, he apologised that he didn't check it before time ran out. (laughs) Oh, I Uh, thought he apologised for trying to to take the claim the word comedy. (laughs) No, he 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 claimed he owned the trademark to the word comedy. Wow. so he claimed my video for that. So, <laughs> was his name Malcolm Comedy? <laughs> I, he, he was literally a nutter, some nutter from America. Amazing, amazing. Uh, now, uh, it's, we- it's stupid that you can do that. I mean, YouTube obviously knows. Also, uh, last year I had somebody take a video because they claimed there's a law on YouTube that if you're the first person to do a let's play on a game, you've got first dibs on it. Exactly. So nobody else can do the game because you did it first. (laughs) Oh Christ! I didn't realise that YouTube ran the laws of one, two, three back to base. I know, and they wouldn't, and YouTube wouldn't let me uh, contest it. No, I I had to find proof (laughs) that they didn't own it. (laughs) Twelve-year-old kid, he doesn't own a national. A multinational publishing company. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Doogie Howser or something. But... <laughs> so, yeah, and they wouldn't do it. I had to argue with him, but he's committing perjury in the end. And he, he released it like that. That's how I got it out. That's how I got it released in the end. Because you two were absolutely useless. Flipping it. You have to so, laugh, otherwise you cry. I know, but it's, like I said, it's just minefield and nutters claiming videos for any reason whatsoever. I mean, you've even got nothing to do with mine. I mean, it's bad enough with artwork on you on the internet. People just kept clipping off the credit and that for using it. But no, it's a video. It's just you can literally go on YouTube and just say that's video is mine, oh, and they'll agree with it. 
an ex- exhausting and you go for a mile stuff. of paperwork to prove that you didn't. I know it is. I mean, luckily, I only get one of these once or twice a year, so because I'm quite clever. Luckily, I only talk about video games nobody gives a shit about anymore. So, <laughs> so well, everybody owns to track the rights to it are dead or gone. So like that. So. Uh, so you I'm people, people will that. know you, of course, as the as the guy who only talks about games that quote Yanks can't wank. Uh, <laughs> And moans all the time, apparently, now. <laughs> and has a good old moan at the start of an interview. Uh, yes. <laughs> I know. Do you know what? That's, that's quite I, nice. I vented my spleen. <laughs> yes. I like that you feel comfortable enough that you can spend the first 10 minutes going, and another thing, right? They're all dickheads. They're <laughs> <laughs> yes, all bastards. A lot of them. But the reason we're here today, now you'll have you now people watching this, listening to this, they'd have heard interviews with you talking about retro games so many times. And I'm trying and yes. avoid asking the same questions of you all the flipping time. What's so, your favorite game? Yeah, don't worry. I'm not gonna ask you that. I'm not gonna ask you that. Uh but I want to talk about wrestling because oh, yeah. uh you sir have a, a little fandom of wrestling from a few years ago. Not so much these days, but a good decade or so yes. under your belt as a wrestling fan, is that right? That is, yes. Uh, in the old days and that up to sort of rounds to sort of the attitude era i was really into wrestling and stuff like that so basically the old the golden era was it golden era and the uh the new generation that's kind of was, it yeah yes well, leading into the attitude era just shortly after yeah, that as well yeah the new generation the oh shit we haven't got hulk hogan and ultimate warrior anymore what do we do so it's generation it's the best era yeah <laughs> It is the best. I just love the wacky characters from those days. It's the it's the the era where like we are just scrabbling to find something that's catching light. It is somebody trying to fr- frantically light a light a fire on a beach, hmm. and and nothing striking. It's great. It's Brilliant. a fun time, but we want to uh, reflect on some of your memories, and we're going to ask yeah. you to pick three wrestling matches throughout the course of the interview. Three wrestling matches that you would watch on desert on this said desert island, whilst maybe you are trying to metaphorically light a fire. Uh, your first match, Larry, what would you like it to be? Uh, I think it would have to be the Ultimate Warrior versus Macho Man Randy Savage retirement match of WrestleMania oh. Seven, and I think that was the first one that really got me excited about a wrestling match now you've let it slip before that you the ultimate warrior was your guy yes yes i was back in the wrong ones didn't i <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's your favorite wrestler is racist yeah well done, uh... oh hulk hogan no the other one. Oh yes <laughs> what do you mean you always back the wrong one channel awesome's guru larry yeah, what yeah. do you mean you always back the wrong horse <laughs> Uh, <laughs> video but, sponsor, sponsored by established titles yeah. <laughs> like... um lgn's guru larry um we... <laughs> um but okay away from the, away from the 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 slightly controversial nature of his yeah. of jim helwig's real life persona yes. uh why warrior what was it that drew you in I about think, warrior um, he was like a real life superhero wasn't he really i mean he's like an overtop character he was like something out of a cartoon or a comic book 
even with a nonsensical language either as well. It's just being dubbed over. It's a Japanese character being dubbed over. Oh, a madman. So. They're the best. I often wonder, like, how much, if any, prep goes into Warrior promos because they're either meticulously written or just off the cuff. There's no yeah. middle ground. They're not bullet-pointed. Winging it, yeah. It's <laughs> one or the other. Uh, but of all the matches that Warrior had, like, like why is the, the Savage one, you say, was what kind of clicked I you think, over to wrestling? I think, yeah, I think it's the one that is most memorable for being the, what, the wrestling match I first remember getting really excited about. About, you know, he might retire and stuff. <laughs> so I get it. I get but, it. So, yeah, I mean, you know, she, she sort of almost believed it back then and stuff like that. So what what was it that drew you into like the re- wrestling beyond there? What made you stick around for so long? Uh, I think it I think it was Warrior again. Uh, uh, he was quite, I mean, and ultimately he was a bit shit in the ring. I mean, he just, just ran about all over the bit and picked people up. So, I mean, he's only, if it wasn't for Andre the Giant, he'd probably be the worst WWF wrestler of all time. <laughs> when it comes to, um, like, when you watched the wrestling at that point, when you were watching Warrior throwing Savage around, uh, did you have like many people around you that were wrestling fans as well? I did. I well, a school friends, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, loads of school friends and that. I think nobody, <clears throat> everybody preferred how uh, everybody preferred Ultimate Warriors to Hogan. I think <clears throat> it's a bit when you keep going about how great America is and that you know America's the best and that to a kid in Britain, you know it comes across as incredibly obnoxious, you know. <laughs> so I'm not. So yeah, so a lot of people didn't like. He's sort of like an old bald granddad as well. He always looked like that. It's like, it's like, it's like some bloody patriotic granddad from another from another different country. And it's like, funny how he's always looked old. Like yeah. there's even like here's Hogan in his twenties. Like why does he still look like he's in his sixties? Yeah, he's um, he's a he's, he's a, he's a like, modern marvel. He's like the Benson Button, isn't he? So, <laughs> so, 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 he does pretend he reverses back. <laughs> Um, when obviously your love is is video games, it, it has been for the longest of times. That bleeds into wrestling video games as well. I know that yeah. uh, in your collection you have a a signed copy of WCW Wrestling, signed by Road Warrior Animal as well. Yes, I have. Yes, that's a, now. Well, he was alive as well, obviously. I'd be a mind. No, I'd be, I was, I mean, I'd yeah, be, be surprised if he signed it after. Yeah, <laughs> so my yeah, question is legitimacy, though. Then, yeah. <laughs> I'd be concerned if it was after. Yeah. But but with like, it got so, out the Ouija board for it, that's what I do. Yes. <laughs> Is that how they sign it? Yeah. A <laughs> N <laughs> I hmm. All, all no disrespect to uh, to the Laurinaitis family, um, <laughs> of course. But with, with with that was the WCW game. So how aware were you of WCW as a wrestling fan? Um, I, I used to watch I used to watch on ITV. That's how I knew it. When sort of Disney uh, had some wrangle hold on it, and now I used to watch it on television like that. But I never actively watched WCW on television. I think the. I think I think ITV only put it on there because the WWF got so popular and Sky and that, and they weren't really doing the British stuff anymore. And it's like Big Daddy and stuff like that. So yeah, so I think that was their impromptu to try to claw back them having a stupid, stupid notion of cancelling World of Wrestling, uh, World of Sports, World of Sports, right there. Was it? Was there? Um, was there rivalry 
at school with like WWF, WCW in no, that sense. Nobody watched WCW. Oh, <laughs> I mean, no, look, it's like one hundred percent WWF school. Everybody either had Sky or had a friend that tapes it off Sky for them and stuff like that. So that's what it was back days. Uh, so I mean, you watched it. You watched I. You watched WCW because there was nothing else on telly, but you didn't actively watch it. And, you know, you didn't actually pursue the storylines, as it were. It was always the WWF was a pre- more present. And also, they, they had they had matches in the UK. I don't remember WCW doing UK matches back then. Very rarely. Very rarely. WWF, around the time that you would have been watching, they did, like, they had SummerSlam 92, yeah. uh, which was uh, in, in Wembley, which still yeah. kind of holds records to this day. Yeah. Bulldog won, whether he wanted to or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a soundbite that lives on through the generations, that yeah, young lad. It's a girl. It was a girl. Oh, it was a girl, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Check your pronouns now. Oh, I feel, yeah. I was just, I was, <laughs> it's been cancelled. I shall have a strong word with myself later. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, the great story about that match, I don't know how much you know about that Bulldog and uh, the Bulldog and Bret Hart, Bret Hart. match. Was um, Bulldog turned up to the match? Lennox Lewis walking him to the ring. The, the whole pomp and circumstance behind him. Bulldog had been on the toot the night before. <laughs> Probably wasn't covered in white nose. Oh, it, it pretty almost that. They locked up in the centre of the ring, and the first thing that Bulldog said to Brett was, "Brett, I'm fucked." <laughs> 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 and Brett had to walk him through every pace of that match. Oh, and it's it's he, a wonderful little addition to that incredible homecoming story. Brett, Brett is an incredibly professional wrestler. He is I mean, the most got, professional yeah. of all the wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> what was the Bless first you. what was the first wrestling game that you remember playing that kind of brought you that the first with the fandom? Uh, with a fandom or the first game I actually bought in general. With, with your wrestling fandom and video game fandom sort of crossing over, what was the first wrestling game that you remember? I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. I talked uh, probably uh, when I was on television on X League, I'd done a retrospective on WrestleFest. Uh, and there's not really much to talk about it apart from most of the wrestlers are dead in it. So <laughs> that was most of the, And it's even worse now. It's, probably, <laughs> it's like a curse being in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I need to check the I need to check the roster of WrestleFest. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Hang on, I'm gonna uh, do really. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up now. The roster of WrestleFest. Yeah. Um. And oh, this is gonna be really sad, it's, isn't it? Basically, it's a giant obituary in digital form. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you oh, you oh, you're not. You're not, you're not far. You're not far you're off, right. Larry. Uh, okay. Alive, dead, alive, dead. Alive, dead, dead, alive, <laughs> dead, 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 dead. Oh, okay, there's a couple hanging in there. Uh, so there's, there's Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, one of the uh, demolitions still alive. Oh, yeah, Hogan, Slaughter, Demolition, Ted DiBiase. Oh, Ted okay, DiBiase. there's four. There's four yeah. that are still. Oh, okay, yeah, still, still going. Favorite Noel Edmonds look alike. He's still alive. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, the WrestleFest curse up there with the last of the Silver Wine curse that Richard Perry yeah. talks about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Struck again, damn it! Um, uh, you mentioned X League there, and, and yeah. one of the things that I I remember you were part of. You've been part of like video game media. Before I know, YouTube was I even know. a thing, man. I know, yes. I used to haul myself out on any thing of a screen. 
Of course, the highlight being uh, the picture of Shredder that you drew for the for the. Oh the, bloody the, hell, that's really long for ago, Andy yeah. Peters. My friend stopped talking to me for a week after that. Why? He got so, he got so jealous. <gasps> oh. And he, and he accused me of tracing it from a comic. I was going to ask you. It's true, I did, but. <gasps> <laughs> Well, I, I, that's I winged. both cancelled now, Larry. <laughs> no, I, I sort of uh, done it by I winged it. I don't think, I didn't trace it. I just done a. Mm. It don't matter now. It's like forty years ago. So like... He thinks they just trace too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those listening in in the US, so uh, there was this the kids TV shows that had these uh, incidental bits between them, which were from the broom cupboard. Yeah, uh, it was bumpers. Uh, yeah, so like cool. bumpers, weren't they? And it was Andy Peters, I believe, who did yours. Andy Peters, yeah. And they would, and you could send in artwork. And there was there was a very young Larry, uh, a, a picture that he had drawn of Shredder before the Turtles cartoon started. Yeah. I got an autographed picture of Andy Peters for that as well. Oh, was Ed the, Ed the Duck on it or not? No, I thought that was Andy Crate. No, he was on it. Yeah, he was. No, I, no, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. He's was, he, too good for me. Oh, you know, strap these bloody hand puppies up their own ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, well, it's only fair. Somebody, somebody <laughs> It's only fair, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, with, was that your first time being mentioned on TV? Yes. Yes. Uh... Outside of Crime Watch, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Rotherham Baby Strangler, yeah. No. Oh, it was you. Yeah. Ah, I thought I recognised the nose. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to think the timeline of Guru Larry on TV. Uh, is, it the, is the next one where you do the thing with Violet Berlin? Yes, head to head. Head to head. Then, yes. And I lost that. I lost it because I don't. I don't like football games. And also, Super Kick was a pretty terrible game in the Mega Drive. That was a dreadful game. Yeah. But, uh, was Was Violet Berlin in the room with you? She was sort of twenty feet away. Right. I could I could see her in the corner of my eye, but you're too busy looking at a five inch screen to to play. You know, to, to actually do anything to concentrate. And she and she used to talk to you in the early days as well, and that used to throw you off. So she got. I think she got told off for talking to people all the time. And that because so that's the bit I remember. I remember you talk. I remember like she would look down the, the clip online. She's looking down the lens of the camera, going, "Oh, so Larry, oh shit, at super kick," and uh, you were just concentrating on the game. Oh, but no, it was it's like, really discombobulated, wasn't it? Like she wasn't talking to you. I know, it's like when you're a kid playing a game and your mum comes in and starts talking. She's like, crying! Don't talk to me like that! <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm, I'm going to probably say I was about as jealous as your mate when you drew Shredder. Because yeah. uh, you got to do Games World on Sky One. I, 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 oh. I, applied, about three, I applied about three times for that. So... So I only got lucky in the last one. It's it was uh, again a, a piece of a piece of my childhood was that on a morning before school. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so I think uh, we I think we're about the same age. So I think I was like, ah, oh, do what these kids are doing. Yeah. No, it was great. But like that whole experience. So basically, the point I'm making is you've sort of been a part of this for the longest of times. I know. When, when did the sort of the, the the thought process start coming in that actually this could be my job? Uh, well, nowhere really. I applied to a uh, a posting on a, a forum, uh, basically for do a games game game network, a show called Game Guru, which is where I get the Guru Larry name from. Uh, so there was a years and years ago, there was a website called uh, Brit Xbox, and some guy posted, uh, "Would you like to uh, do a live phone in show and stuff like that?" And everyone else was taking the mick out of him, you know, being seen. And so I and I seriously applied for it, and I got the job. So nice. that's it. That and nobody else turned up for it. So. <laughs> How weird. Like you'd have thought there'd be kids that would be, or young young adults that would be well, like chomping at the bit to do that. Yeah. my Actually, my friend did apply in that, but he couldn't do it because he had other commitments in the end. So I was the only one who turned up to do it. So, so they went, oh, you'll do that. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't, uh, basically they had a lot of live feed. I show you all the phone calls that are coming in asking for cheats and that. And it didn't work the first day. So I just made it up. The first, first episode, I just made up everybody ringing in, asking for cheats. I just assumed what people would want. <laughs> I thought you made up the cheats. <laughs> no, 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 no. They all worked. I used to go, we used to go on a website called GameFAQs, GameFAQs. You see? Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go on there. They're really good, they are. People are using walkthroughs for like 30 years ago still work fine on there. That's a brilliant website. I, I, I miss, there's, there's an, a special energy to those days. I remember Game Guru and I remember, uh, and I remember they did something similar through games, what I think it was called the Pete Parlor. And I remember that. Oh, and yes. it, was, it was just the idea of David, video games. David Williams was his first gig on there. It was, wasn't it? Yes. The more you know. It's yes. just dawning on me that that was David Williams. Yeah. Get off my manor. Bloody hell. Oh, Gosh. Yeah. He video doesn't games talk, have a lot to answer for. He doesn't talk about it much in his autobiography, though, for some reason. Can't yeah. imagine why. But yeah. <laughs> And, you, think uh, he, you think he'd want to talk about a lot of other things at the moment, wouldn't you? He's a bit, he's in a bit of Yeah, you, well, he could do with the work now, couldn't he? So, <laughs> it's, only, it's only so many times the gangster granny episodes appear on TV. So. <laughs> True or false, uh, you and Wes nearly started YouTube. Uh, well, well, it's that's. Why that I mean, like, I, I remember. 
here I remember watching something and I believe it was you and Wes that said, we've got this great idea to make videos that people can watch on their phones. Yeah, basically we were pitching it to uh, people like game and uh, stuff like that where you can put there's like a code underneath the barcode underneath the price tag and that so if you look at the video the game being played on their phone and, and have a quick review of it and this is like 2004 2005 and that so there's no youtube or anything like that so that was a <clears throat> so that was quite a good idea uh, and we pitched it around uh game ended up letting us do videos on their gameplay.co.uk website i don't know if you remember that site I do. Yeah, they still those massive discounts on games. That's why I at least like them. I used to, I used to get a free memory card, didn't you, of every PlayStation game, and <laughs> so I got an entire drawer full of them from pre-order buying games from them. Were they official ones or were they, no, were no, they no, the no, game ones? They're the big, well, they're the sort of the gamester ones, you know, your brand ones, and also a, a Nintendo sixty-four extension cable, and that it's like the most pointless thing ever because it's a mile long anyway. The Nintendo sixty-four. <laughs> So, were there ever any any peripherals in the retro game world that enhanced the wrestling video games? Uh, well, Hulk Hogan did a Connect wrestling game where you can uh, pretend to slam people and that, or, you know, in, in your front room and stuff like that. Did you ever play it? No. No, apparently it was terrible. Well, I don't want to give Hulk Hogan any royalties now, do I? <laughs> Fair fight. Yeah. Well, because I was trying to wrap my brain as to whether or not there there was any, and I don't think outside of outside of what you said there with Connect, I don't think there ever was. Yeah, I can't I can't think of anything. I think it was all just joysticks, wasn't it? Really, joysticks and joypads for wrestling games. Mm. Uh, we'll bring it back to wrestling uh, with your second match for your island. So yeah. we've got Warrior uh, and Savage from Mania Seven. What would you like your second one to be, Larry? Uh, what the most mem- memorable one from the early days, and I don't know why it's such a boring, terrible match. That stuck in my head. It was an episode of WWF Superstars, and Ted DiBiase lost to a jobber in it. <laughs> I, and I've never seen that before. But basically, there was Superstars always had these jobbers come, and you knew they were going to lose every single time. They never even put up a fight. They got like got one or two hits in, and then got lost. And uh, Ted DiBiase had one uh, against the guy, and he lost. Now, I think I found it, believe it or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I found it. I just say memorable I'm just going to check now and see whether he... T- no, no, he beats Chris Horn. I got oh, really no. excited because I typed into YouTube, Ted DiBiase loses to Jobber. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I'd found it. Yeah. But alas, it didn't come up. That's a real shame. Um, but, I mean, it's funny how those random matches stay in your head because Ted DiBiase was another one of your favourites, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I love, I love Ted DiBiase. Oh, he, really, he really knew how to... quiet. I'm so oh, sorry. Hello. I, I can't hello. hear you. Hello. Hang on. Hello. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Uh, Larry, I can't hear you at all now. Hello. Uh, mute your speaker. Uh, hang on, let uh, me... Oh, yeah, you're back now. You're back now. Oh, you're okay. Now. Well, that's weird. That sorry weird. about that. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yes. so Ted DiBiase was another one of your favourites, wasn't he? He was, yes. I think he's a brilliant villain. He's a brilliant heel. He really knows how to do heat on people. Give You know, how to create heat for the fans and stuff like that. And he's like one of my favourites back then. So it caught you <laughs> off guard when when a, a jobber lad, like a, a wimpy, yeah, as we would this. call him, just get... <laughs> <laughs> we call them wimpies in my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, was, it was always, a, always like this, the scrawny lad that looked like he got rig attire from the lost property bin. Okay. <laughs> they did, didn't they? They really did. They did. And then again, one of my favourite jobbers was the uh, Brooklyn Brawler. I loved him. Oh, brilliant. Like, a, like was... a lifetime jobber. 
Yeah, I know. He's like the most professional jobber of all time. And so I was gutted he never appeared in any video games. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. he didn't actually. That would have been a nice little nod to, to his success in losing consistently. Didn't he, he, didn't he play Doink at one point as well, the guy? He played Doink. I believe he played Kim Chi, uh, the, 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 the slightly <laughs> offensive manager of Kamala. Um, <laughs> I believe any anybody that they needed, potentially to, need to wear a, a mask or some headgear, mm-hmm. they get Lombardi in because he was a second yeah. pair of hands. Okay. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's earned his time over the years. He's, he's brilliant. Like I said, I, lo- I love some of the jobbers, the characters they come up with, thinking they're going to be the big, you know, I've got a great character. I'm going to come in and <laughs> take the WWF by storm and that. And then never. Then again, they had a wrestling dentist. So. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the height of your love for wrestling, was there ever any 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 flight of fancy about doing it yourself? And if so, what would your character be? Oh, yeah, well, I used been? to do it at school. We used to do it at school and stuff like that. Uh, I remember getting a kid at school, uh, D- uh, Daniel Loveday, his name was. I got him in a camel clutch and made his gums bleed. <laughs> <laughs> That's always been stuck in my head. So were, the, were, you, were, you, were you the Iron Sheik at this point then, to his oh, Bob Backlund? I, th- I think so. Uh, also, <laughs> another kid at school, uh, his finishing move was a headbutt, uh, but he headbutted me with his nose once and his nose just exploded. Oh, so, God. So, <laughs> So he didn't know how to headbutt properly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I always remember Gino. His name was. Yeah, that was. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I used to like being playing as a warrior and stuff like that. Even though you know I'm a fat kid. Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> my, was... my finishing move was a Bundy bomb as well. That was. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that was technically Warrior's finishing move. So yeah. you're not a million well, just, miles just, away from it. I just sat on a kid until he stopped breathing. <laughs> <laughs> That was my finishing move until he cried. Oh, I want to see that Larry Bundy top trump now. Yeah. <laughs> Ability to make children cry, 10. I also remember we had a, we had a, a three-man tag match. We had a finishing move called the Crippler, where one of them, one of them does a camel clutch, the other one does a Boston Crab, and the other person just splashes on their back. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Yeah. It was called a crippler, yeah. <laughs> How many hours in detention did you spend following well, the luck- crippler? Uh, luckily, uh, we done it behind the uh, tennis f- tennis courts and that, so nobody could see us. Oh. Uh, but yeah, but it made the, ten- the the big metal things make great cage matches and stuff. Oh, it's fair, yeah. <laughs> That's the, do you know what? I think this is where I realised that we're probably of a similar of a similar age and a similar mindset. Because when you said when you said the back of the tennis courts, I went good for a cage that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the best thing—the best thing we had when a school fight was on, and we used to play Royal Rumble in the bouncy castle. It was just <laughs> see people just pushing six-year-olds over the side of the walls and they're just <laughs> screaming for their lives and that. <laughs> but yeah, if you ever get a chance to rent a bouncy castle, try playing Royal Rumble on it. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's the summer's around the corner, kids. <laughs> <laughs> make that a thing yeah. when when you did when you when you rumbled at school like was there was it just a case of let's just have a fight at lunchtime or was there so. like I think, well, I think divisions of... and titles and sort oh no no we didn't have that we had we had sort of like set up and that oh we said this and that about you're gonna have to have a match against him <laughs> so like yeah you know those you know, little shit stirring kids and stuff like that and so right. stuff like that yeah so that's sort of that not we didn't have fights and that after that we just had wrestling matches and Literally ended up me just sitting on them in the end. 
<laughs> I don't think I've ever lost. I was going to say, because you, you seem to, to give out a lot of injury. Uh, did you ever suffer <laughs> no, a bat? That's and it... wrestling. We didn't know how to, we didn't know about taking hits and stuff like that. It wasn't about it. It was about hitting people and that and see, make sure they don't get back up. <laughs> <laughs> did you sustain any injuries yourself, though? Mm, no, I got a slight concussion once being headbutted, and that's about it, really. Was but, that the nose headbutt? That, that yeah. Uh, no, it was the one before the he, he Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the blood spray most of it around the world, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was it, yeah. That sounds like a lovely time, and I'm glad you're okay from it. I'm glad yes, you're good from it. Yes, yes. You know, it's, it's, I still got the limp, but apart from that, but... <laughs> What what's interesting with with like I like talking to you because you are uh, I say you, you when we first set this up you said well I've not watched it in ages but I was a fan for a while I have I mean I absolutely loved wrestling back then I think it's gotten a bit too corporate mm. I didn't like the attitude eras where everybody just wore black underwear and used their real names I think that was a boring gimmick <laughs> I think WWF you know struck absolute gold with the Undertaker he was like by far the best gimmick wrestler of all time and, and everybody who's tried since has either tried to rip him off or just been a pale sort of comparison. So I think that's what, I think Undertaker's probably responsible for all the shitty wrestlers in the new generation era. I mean, you had a, re, you had a repo man, you had a dentist, you had an Indian, you had a... <laughs> come out Baston Booger, you know, a fat bloke. <laughs> What's your gimmick? You're a fat bloke. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you for? I'm a bin man. Okay. <laughs> Duke the dumpster brosa, you know. <laughs> what do you do? I carry a bin. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Wait, wait. Did you get it from the prop department? No, we just found it around the back. <laughs> I love this. I love this story for that because that was the story behind Duke the dumpster is, is basically Vince McMahon deciding to put wrestling booking on hard mode because he went, I'm going to, because every year they do like the top 500 wrestlers in pro wrestling illustrated and in 94 oh. sorry 95 vince went whoever's number 500 i'm gonna hire him i'm gonna make him a star and it was this guy who was he went on to be called duke drosy and then vince went right he's gonna be a bin man <laughs> you you're just like you're deliberately setting this on hard mode for yourself aren't you vince, vince, vince you looking out the window again while making these suggestions <laughs> yeah um but Bin man or milkman? Milkman, milk yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a post one down there as well. Look, I mean, what's his gimmick? Uh, man kissing my wife. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> so Brandy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was mine before she was yours. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for, for like someone that, that drifted away during the hottest time of in wrestling historically. Yeah. As fans, like we're in this bubble where we go, the attitude era was brilliant. So it's really nice to talk to someone like yourself who's like, nah, it just didn't, it didn't wash for me. It did, it did. no, I didn't. No, I did sort of move away from it. I mean, I played the game still. So it's great fun to go on a new game and wonder who the fuck this person was in the front of the box. <laughs> are you up to are you up to date with the game still no i bought from a few years i can't stand the wwe 2k games i think they've just sapped the entire fun out of wrestling games really yeah that's a common thing formulaic yeah the last really really good wrestling game i got into is wwe all-stars oh nice that was an amazing game i mean they tried to rip it off with uh rumble what was it called battlegrounds that was terrible it's just like to keep smashing the button until you win. But that was like, I mean, it was done by the guy who created Mortal Kombat, the last mm. uh, All Stars and that. So I'm so gutted. And they closed down the servers as well. So you can't even play it anymore. So 
it's one of them where they made it they, they just went completely the other way with it and i get why as someone like yourself who loved the new generation era the the wild character era that basically it's essentially bashing wrestling figures together that it is i mean they're all super overpowered sort of super muscular versions of themselves and stuff like that and you do you do a move and they go flying 400 feet into the air 500 foot spinning pole drive and stuff like that (laughs) we were so good at the game we used to break it we used to break the game and that you could climb outside the ring in cage matches and stuff like that but just two of you doing a lot of special move over the top on the top rafters and stuff and it would break the game yeah and we'll do we'll do like double finishing moves and stuff like that where you can uh like hope Andre Giant had a, a punch, didn't he, for his finishing move? And then you can just, then you can spear someone in midair just after they go flying from the punch. And then you can jump off the top turnbuckles as Ricky Steamboat and do something on them. So, so you could like, you could do like triple team finishing moves and mix it up. I don't think they ever intended the game to be like that, but you could sort of link up all this weird stuff and that. And like I say, you could climb up the ring by just doing a, you know, if you're to edge, you get somebody to climb on top of the rip, the top of the cage with you and that. You could just spear them off the top and things like that so just fun wrestling nonsense just, yeah just messing about just messing about and it's just so much fun it was the last arcade wrestling game for me really i got really excited when i saw initially clips of the the mobile game wwe champions because it had that similar look about it and i went okay but then i realized it's fucking bejeweled in it like oh, that's a shame <laughs> that's a shame still uh you know there's I thought I'd be, uh, I'd have been down for that, but I think, I think Darkside Phil's got it covered. So, oh we're, yeah, we're, we're, Did you see the latest news about him? He's, they reckon he's spending about a thousand dollars a day day on the game. Oh jeez! Even now, after he's been bankrupted. I know. That's, I don't know where he does it. I know, he, make, yeah. he just he, he carries himself like I don't make any money, but like, oh my god, stop playing champions and you're fine. Yeah. All, your, all your financial issues are over. Bloody hell, what a... <laughs> anyway. I mean, I love, I love Phil. He's like this quintessential comedy streamer character, isn't he? I mean, if you if you made a sitcom about somebody who streams for a living, it would be Dark Side Phil. There's a few out there that just keep on ticking over. Wings of uh, Redemption. Wings uh, of Redemption's another yeah. one. Mind you, has he been deplatformed from everything now? I don't know. He has got a rather unique opinion on certain demographics, as you could say. It's like... It's like <laughs> well, that's not very digestible by today's standards. Let's put it that. I like how we've just become washer women talking about other YouTubers. <laughs> well, it's great fun talking shit about other people. It's handy, isn't it? It's handy, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> just put a camera in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> but you've seen enough of them because I say you've been like, you were doing stuff on television, you were yeah. you know, pitching mobile phone videos, and you've been sort of, I, 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 you're kind of like the last of a generation for, for, oh, for many. You're an old bastard. Is that what you're polite way of calling me that? You are vintage. Ah. Vintage. A I, fine I think vintage. I like the, I'm a Madonna of wrestling. I'm not oh, wrestling I, or video games, really. Oh, I, I like that. I have to keep inventing myself every now and then. Because I was going to ask you, like, like you, you mentioned being the, being the Madonna. Oh, oh congratulations on that. Um, Even with creepy old grandma hands every now and then. She like look at my new face, looking like a twenty-year-old. She pops around. She's like when those uh those like magical films and that when they got the witch who has special powers to try and make them young by sapping up the you know, and, and then sort of like reveal they're still old underneath and stuff like that. So that's what she's like. And that's you, apparently. 
Yes, as well. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, just mine. Mine. I just uh, get my powers from random trivia. Really. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, a, away from away from sucking out the uh, the souls of trivia. Um, yeah. What what do you attribute to like your longevity uh, on in in the sphere of of retro gaming? Uh, uh, basically, don't be racist. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's don't be a dickhead. Is what yeah, it is, isn't it? Don't, yeah, don't be an asshole to people and that. Uh, I think one of the re- you just need to treat people like you. How would you like to be treated yourself? That's one of the main things. If you start being a dick to people, they'll start being a dick to you, and that need comes up and out. They'll tell their friends, "Oh, this guy's an asshole." They'll start picking on you as well. So just being nice to everyone. There's no reason not to be. Or, there's not no reason to be horrible to anyone in life. That's it. That's uh, a, yes. And that's a big part of it. That's a big part of why you've stuck around, isn't it? That you've just, you've, you've, you're not a dickhead. No. Well, well, in public, I'm not, but <laughs> I'm very, very good at hiding the fact I'm a dickhead. But... Um, I've been pe- slipping quite a bit lately. But... <laughs> Do you know what? We've been through a horrible couple of years, so I'm yeah. not surprised. It's, I'm not surprised. Um, yeah. With, I mean, I, I haven't seen you talk about it so much and I, I'd like to ask about it because mm. you even mentioned like uh, as, as a kid, you were like a larger ultimate warrior playing in the playground and stuff. Um, ultimate to, warrior. To, to, to where you are now, like a lot of people will see pictures and go, wow, uh, like a big transformation for you. Yes. Uh, what was the what was the moment where you went, right, I'm going to sort of make some changes here and what uh, were some of the tips that you'd offer people going through something probably similar? having a stroke probably done that so really yeah so that was like the main thing oh shit what have i done i mean luckily it wasn't too bad just the side of my face was a bit numb for a couple of months but i what, could figure it what do you know what co- do you know what caused it and probably blood pressure yeah the blood pressure and that so putting on weight and stuff like that so that was a big cool and that and i've got felt like having no energy as well that's another thing. Getting up to go to the toilet and just being so tired, you have to go back to bed for another three hours. <laughs> I mean, that's no way to live. You're just a prisoner in your own body, literally. So that's one of the main things. And I've, you know, I've been stuck in my life and now I want to get out and do stuff on that. So that's why I'm trying to learn to drive and things like that and go out and meet friends and people and stuff like that. <clears throat> so that's another reason why I lose, want to lose weight because I got fed up not doing anything or having the energy to do it, being too tired and stuff. So. What were some of the the life changes that you you made that has been part of your journey? Uh, basically, uh, well, it's literally most of it was down to cutting down on what you eat. Really, I mean, people saying, "Oh, you need to do all this exercise." I didn't do any exercise. It's just literally just diet, just consume less calories, and then you burn. But that's quite a difficult um, journey to start for most <clears throat> because well, you, got- you become so reliant on on food for emotional uh, yeah, emotional well, sustenance <laughs> as well as physical sustenance. The intimate threat of death is quite a good motivator, really, for you. There so. is that. <laughs> yes, there is. There <laughs> yes, is. A- but I but I know people like I know people that have that have lost body parts to ill to like. Oh yeah, I've lost weight, and they've gone. Ah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Still got two like, arms. It's about the uh, one of two fat ladies, wasn't it? She was told she had lung cancer. She just pulled out a cigarette and started lying. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, that's it. Because you go, <laughs> there's two paths there that you go, ah, oh, bollocks. Or you go, okay, I should probably be less of this now. Yeah. <laughs> I should be less me to live as me for longer. No, I just, yeah, I wanted more energy. I got fed up not having any energy. That's one of the main things as well. I mean, I put on weight as well. I need to lose it again. So I'm going to start. I'm starting on this week 
as well. So I'm going back on the diet again, Christmas stuff. <laughs> Got a bit too. I think pizzas are my biggest vice. Yeah. I do love pizzas. So, <laughs> so will you will you not have any pizzas in January? Oh, I probably won't have another pizza for a couple of months, hopefully. Mm. So, like a dry pizza January. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's any pizza-related puns for any months, is there? Pizza January is the best I can do, you <laughs> mate. <laughs> pizza yeah. January, but pizza January sounds like you're going to eat nothing but pizza. Yeah. <laughs> no pizza January. No pizza January. Well, that means you're not going to invite Peter around, but. <laughs> Looking ahead, uh, we've got another match to get to, but look, looking ahead for you, sir. So you, you, you've you persevered through multiple generations of, of YouTube and the landscape, the platform has changed. There's uh, so much push from other websites such as Instagram, TikTok is taking over as well. What do you see? How do you see yourself um, changing what you do and and pivoting what you do in the next like year or so? Uh, well, I'd like to do more shorter form videos. Uh... They get quite a lot of traction. Mm. And basically, my fact hunt series is five short videos stuck together. So basically, I could split them up and get more money. So, so basically, yeah. So yeah, no, I think um, the one-off topics seem to be quite successful. So I'd like to do some more of that in the future. I'm doing one about an FPS. They had a great idea to charge you money for bullets in the game. Oh, shit, really? Yes. It only lasted five months for some reason. Can't imagine why. So, yeah. What would, uh, without giving too much of the script away, out of interest, what was the most that somebody spent on that game? I don't know. Uh, but somebody apparently won $30,000. Because uh, basically half the money went to bullets and half the money went to a prize pool in the game. Or whoever got the most kills or most damage got the pot. And somebody got 30, but they didn't say how much money they put into it to get that 30 grand. So they could have been a massive whale for that, or they could have been bullshit. So, but yeah, that's the, that's the only thing I found from archive.org, finding out going through their old website and stuff like that. But it's a free to play game, except you had to pay for bullets in the game. But when you, you obviously uh, the fact hunt videos, as you uh, as you mentioned there, they're, they're like five short videos. You can easily roll into one. They're beautifully scripted, intricately researched. Um, well, talk yeah. us, well, well, I think Wikipedia. so. <laughs> well, Wikipedia has gone up in standards lately. Hasn't you it? do a great job of highlighting bits of Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But where, um, what does a normal day look like for you right now? As, as somebody who's thrown themselves into this uh, full time, what does a normal day uh, work out as for you? Uh, basically looking at scripts. Well, it's researching, start trying to find old stuff. I do like looking at old gaming magazines because a lot of the information in that, in those, have never been put onto the internet, apart from magazine scans like archive.org, but a lot of the information has never been put on to the internet. That's why I like to cover sub subjects that nobody else has done on the internet. And, uh, and you did something the other day, actually. I think it might have even been on the day that we're chatting where you'd found something that was in a magazine that was saying, hey, Sight the Hedgehog, it's coming out for the Amiga. Yeah. Like <laughs> I love I love things like that. I love stuff like that. It's like the hindsight ones. I mean, there's, there is a Dreamcast magazine where every single magazine game they reviewed in it was cancelled. Oh, my as well. God. I'd love to do a video on that sometime. But, yeah, I'm trying to find the issue of it. But, yeah, like to look back, 90% of the games were cancelled. They reviewed. So will you spend, like, a, a, a big part of your day going through 
older video game magazines and making notes and yeah i mean it's about, it's about a jot- well basically a lot of the time when i was doing a fact hunt it was jotting down notes and then pinning them together into relative related you know games and subjects like that and then putting them into a, a theme <clears throat> uh, the next video i'm working the next video coming up is one on developers who wanted you to pirate their game as well right. so so that took a while to research and stuff like that for people you know trying to find other multiple instances of that happening and that and sometimes i'll sit on these scripts for years i think the record now is about 12 years i've sat on a script so does it so, talk to you at night as if to go come on come on larry well i, I lose i lose interest sometimes as long as another one comes along it sounds really interesting so i get loads of that and then i get a hit a brick wall there's no more information and stuff like that so i move on to somebody else so i got all these half finished scripts in my collection and uh and it's quite fun going to them and think oh i only wrote a couple of nights in it and half the script's finished so thank you past larry for doing half the work and that i didn't realize i'd already done so so that's quite good and then have to remove jokes that didn't work anymore like oh look the fine brothers they there are so i was like they can't remove that nobody knows who the fine brothers are anymore (laughs) but that must be quite nice to go back for a script that you've sat on for like seven or eight years and just see what the zeitgeist was at that time and and how the references have changed so much yes it is. It's, it's amazing how many like famous people come and go and that and stuff like that. And even oh. just like platforms are like Peter Molyneux, who lasted as long as this as a tout. And oh. you go, oh. I'm, I'm getting people on my videos saying, "Why? Who is that bull guy Larry keeps making fun of in my video?" <laughs> Don't tell me Peter Molyneux is going out of fashion. Oh yeah, Sal never goes out of fashion. Oh, I know. It's it's a joke that keeps on joking. So how often and this will be the last question i ask about fact hunt and we'll get into your third and final match because i'm intrigued by because some of the titles for for the fact hunt videos are so intricate do you start with a title and work backwards uh sometimes i do sometimes i don't i mean sometimes the topic changes when i get more of a different you know the subject comes through and stuff like that but you've got to get a bit clickbait to the old subjects as well they sound interesting as well so yeah i mean they, they come along and sort of trying to find something interesting to say because like you would have known for, for one you did recently it would have which was about um errors in in voiceovers and errors in video games oh, yes. yeah and uh, and so there would have been a few irons in the fire for that one and then you would have added a few more to it as you'd sort of yeah. fleshed it out more yes basically yes and so that is and and, it, and it's that's where you found the the wonderful stuff in wwe and that's where wwe had a yes and they, they they seem to claim they own the rights to the video game footage Maybe because it's so realistic nowadays, they thought it was actually them. <laughs> That's most definitely us. Yes. Uh, it brings us neatly to our third and final match, Larry. What would you oh, like no. it to be? Oh. So we've had. I'll, I'll I'll talk the I'll talk you through them. I'll count them down to buy you some time. Oh, okay. So we've had uh, Ultimate Warrior uh, versus Randy Savage from WrestleMania Seven, uh, an iconic but somewhat forgettable yet unforgettable moment where Ted DiBiase lost a match to a wimpy slash jobber yeah. slash enhancement talent on an yeah. episode of Superstars in the early nineties. Cannon fodder, yeah. <laughs> some cannon fodder. Um, WCW material. (laughs) (laughs) He's got an exciting career at ECW. (laughs) Not ECW, oh, bloody CZW, isn't it? Where they go around smacking each other with lampposts. That's the one. I love CZW. I love CZW. I mean, it's so cheaply made. They sound like Lego matches, don't they? That's it. There's a joy when there's a budget. Yeah. 
And they're going to go around hitting each other with weed whackers and stuff like that. <laughs> this is brilliant. And I love the fact if they botch they botch the move, they keep doing it over and over until they get it right. So there's, a, <laughs> there's some poor bastard got like power bombed only three times because he kept getting it wrong, <laughs> landing on his head and stuff like that. And, uh, hey, there's no retakes in wrestling. It was no. all planned, obviously. <laughs> there's a few times where you see something like that happen, and you go just to, just accept that the move hasn't panned out no. and, and move on with your life. It's fine. No, just don't do it another three times until you get it right. <laughs> Are you going to pick a CCW for your last one? Uh, I can't think of any unique matches for CCW. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, all, every single match in my head is just somebody hitting each other with a fluorescent bulb. <laughs> so, like, that's what it is. And somebody or all, all, uh, Samu trying to do that chair shot thing he used to do. You know, he used to put a chair in the middle of the ring and jump off it. And then botch it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to put the concept of a CCW match in? As oh, I got the concept of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's all. My my. If I talk about CCW, all my head is Sabu trying to do that chair thing in the ring where he just bounces off and jumps off the chair and splashes outside the ring, and then fucks it up every single time. Or somebody. <laughs> Something just getting hit over the head with a fluorescent bulb. I think. I think just to satisfy the desert island grabs gods, that that are Easter Island statues that are on top of that volcanic mountain. Uh, we we will we'll put the concept of a hardcore match as yeah. your third and final. But they are. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, it's the WWF for safe hardcore matches. They got all these like pretend washers, pretend to be thumb sacks now. Unless it's it's got Mick. Mick Foley in the match and it is a real hardcore match he'll insist on sometimes using like proper barbed wire as opposed yeah. to like the, the plastic tipped one like you losers you yeah I mean anyone who can knock their teeth out through their nose is going to be pretty <laughs> badass isn't it like, oh that was that was that, that was the Hell in a Cell match King of the yeah, Ring and that close up of him with his <laughs> tooth <laughs> up his nose everything always oh, a bit of snot with his fucking molar oh. <laughs> Jeez, he looked like he looked like he'd had the crippler put on him. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, I always remember he lost his ear, didn't he, in the WCW match because they insisted on using uh, elevator cables for the ropes back then, and he got his head caught in one. It was it was uh, a match that was it, it was one of yeah. their matches in Germany, and uh, he had to explain to the the German doctor that he wanted to keep his ear, uh, keep the bit of his ear. I think he 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 was trying to ask people around him what's the German word for formaldehyde. <laughs> He's a lovely, oh. cuddly Santa man yeah, now, but at one point yeah. he had his ear ripped off. He'd make a great Santa, wouldn't he, actually? He's he's a brilliant Santa. He dresses oh. as Santa. I think every December he dyes his beard white. Like it's his, it's his <laughs> it's thing less, now. Less needing to do it nowadays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there is the uh, time is a construct of human perception, but it's very sad. Yeah. Um, then it's on that lovely bombshell uh, that we'll thank Guru Larry for making a trip to <laughs> Cultaholic Island. Oh, thank you very much. And Mate, having, having two wrestling matches. Oh, two and a concept. I think that'll count. Oh. Honest to God, this has been one of the one of the more fun, fast-paced oh, ones that we've done. Honestly, I've done a lot of laughing, and it's been. It's gonna, been a pleasure. Just immediately put me on the blacklist afterwards. Don't have him on again. Oh no! Come back whenever you like. It's been brilliant. <laughs> Um, if people are hearing your, your dulcet tones for the very first time, uh, we oh. will forgive them their trespass and we'll tell them where they can find you. Where can we find you, Larry? You can find me on the internet. <laughs> uh, no, it's a website. I'm on a YouTube. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can, I'm on youtube.com slash Larry because I've got one of them vanity addresses. Ooh. Yes. In the early days, YouTube, uh, if you found somebody who had been banned, you could uh, take ask YouTube to take their uh, YouTube name, channel. So obviously somebody called Larry in 30 days. I mean, there's far more popular Larrys on YouTube now, but I managed to sneak in and grab it before anyone else did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was, uh, I was the same when I got Tom Campbell on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, oh, nice. eat a dick, everybody. I'm Tom Campbell. <laughs> I didn't get, I didn't get Guru Larry though. Somebody else grabbed that. Oh, have they still got it? Uh, well, they haven't used it since about 2012 or something. So yeah, should we find them and go around and hit them with hammers? I will do. I will do. <laughs> Well, that's why, that's why they're not around anymore. I've already got beaten it to it. Ah, you've already... You, you, hit, him, you hit him with the crippler. Yeah, they will give me the... <laughs> yeah, me and my two mates. <laughs> oh, bleeding gums. Oh, is, that, is that his name now? <laughs> is he a jazz player? No. Uh, <laughs> Guru Larry, it has been a pleasure to welcome you to Coldaholic Island. Uh, do come again, sir. Thank you very much. And again, he was that's why I become a wrestler in school because, because his surname was Love Day because his mother remarried and everybody took the piss out of him. So. <laughs> he didn't love that day. Oh, he did that way. <laughs> Made him cry and his gums bleed, yeah. I think that's a perfect place to end it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>